Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hawkins to inbound. And throws it. Length of the court to Epps. Shoots a three. Missed it. And that is the ball game. And that was one of the stories of the game. Yep. Illinois, one of 14 in the second half from three. Six of 29 for the game. And they lose to Ohio State by 12, 72 to 60. Ouch. Ay, 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 ay. What are these guys doing? Illinois. Just a, a, a really bad game, all in all. Uh, don't don't show up for most of the 40 minutes in Columbus, and they fall 72-60. Welcome in to the Fasteners Etc. postgame show, the Light Rock 97-5 edition. Wonder if we'll get everybody over here tonight. But uh, not not the best from Illinois here. Welcome in, Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with you, Dave Leak helping us out, as well as with the women's basketball game over on WDWS. Uh, and uh, Mike, I, I, I don't know where to begin, so I'll, I'll let you take it away. Well, I'll, I'll get a start here. Um, look, Similar to earlier in the year where you get down to UCLA, you get down to Texas, and then you turn it around, and then you pull it, you know, you, you end up pulling out those games, and you have to fight the human nature that says, oh, wait, no, we can just dig ourselves in And we talked about this at the Northwestern game, even though that was a exhilarating comeback and, and win, you, you can't continue to put together stretches like this. You can't continue to play with zero emotion to start a game and think that you deserve to win it. I like that's that's it's just not how the game works. The game will reward the team that plays the toughest, that executes their stuff. And that's what was so frustrating about that win is I I can't stand that Ohio State team. <laughs> because year like game after game I've watched them and they frustrate me because they front run. If you punch them in the mouth, they wilt. If you know they take horrible shots offensively, low percentage twos offensively and they made him today because you let them feel good early and and that's that's late february and that's march where if you want to let teams feel good early and you want to come in and try to you know tiptoe around and feel things out you're going to go home you're going to go home in the big 10 tournament and you're going to go home in the ncaa tournament that's just that's just how this works it's got to be from the jump and and that's what's so frustrating about this team right now because they don't they don't have that right now didn't didn't have that feel of a last game of February getting ready for March, and that's um, troublesome. Um, and and we've kind of been looking. We ha- we had somebody ask a, a couple weeks ago. You know who who is the on court leader of this team? And I just really don't know if there is. There's a lot of talent out there, and, and 
they can put it together for stretches, but they they haven't been able to to find that killer instinct in, in a consistent kind of form. And uh, they cut it to one, got down by as many as 15, and they lose by 12 to the Buckeyes. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Uh, well, let's see what you guys have to say. Give us a call, 217-356-9397, the usual fan line, and the same old Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. You're up next, Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management, Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with Cozad, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Cozad Investment Advisory Services offered through Cozad Asset Management, Inc. Cozad Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Finding a line eye game day coverage continues. On your flagship home for fighting Illini athletics, News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-357. Five three five seven. Now, your hosts for the Fasters Etc. Postgame Show, Evan Kahn and Mike Latulip. Jumper no good, rebound Hawkins, the Illini on a run out. Hawkins to the basket, layup is good. Hawkins with his first two. Here is Ty Rogers, top of the key, rolls to the left. Cut off by Suing, who's in. Jumper by Hawkins, left wing, and he knocks it down. There you go, Hawk. Way to take that first look. I loved it. No hesitation on the three. Coleman Hawkins led the way for the Illini with 14 points. Four guys finish in double figures, but it was too much in bunches. Illini only shoot 36% from the field. Defense not really there for 40 minutes either, and the Illini lose to the Buckeyes to finish February 3-4. and four. Welcome in, Fasteners, etc. Post-game show, Evan and Mike with you. You heard the numbers there from Gene 
And it looks like people have found us over here on Light Rock 97.5. So welcome in. Again, we're kind of on goofy time restraints, but uh, we'll, we'll still get through it nonetheless. Let's dive right into the fan line, 217-356-9397. Devin's in Lodo. What are your thoughts, Devin? Oh, hey, I, I absolutely love our young guards. I really think there's a lot of potential. But I think that's really what we're lacking is you, you look at senior guard play through the Big Ten, you look at Northwestern. I, I think our guards are really going to be there for us. I just think that controlling that game early on, I think it's it's about inexperience controlling the game. That's That's my thought on that. They they've been trying to find somebody who, who consistently can can do that sort of thing. They and, and I I don't I wouldn't say it's a, a lack of a specific point guard. Just somebody being able to to settle the ship and and, and run some sets and didn't have that really at, at any point. It, it it was guys going off in, in the second half really and, and things here and there. I don't know. What, what do you think, yeah. Mike? I, I, I love all of the Ty and, and uh, Sincere and all those guys. I really love them, but I just think guard, experienced guard play, and I know I hear, you know, oh, they're not freshmen anymore. We're all the way through the year, but they're not seniors either. And I think we miss that. Yeah. I let me, If I could jump in here, I think to, ch- to touch on that quickly, guard play – it's what wins you games in late February and March. I, I mentioned on the pregame show today, you watch Indiana-Purdue last night. Purdue's guards, Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer, two freshmen, they weren't very good last night. He was good. It didn't matter. They lost. And on the other side, TJD, Trace Jackson Davis, is pretty quiet. You think that bodes well for Purdue? It doesn't because Jalen Huchifino was really good. If your guards are good, you're going to have a chance. And even think about Northwestern. I know you mentioned Northwestern. Part of what makes Boo Booey really good is not only just the fact that he's a good player, it's the fact that because he's been in the system, he knows exactly where to be, and he's surrounded by guys that are willing to play their role around him. I think of like a Robbie Bear, and I think of you know Matthew Nicholson. These guys, all they want to do is screen. All they want to do is set those guys up. And that completely amplifies Boo Booey and Chase Audige's game because they're surrounded by guys that – uh, completely know their role. And that's because they play together for so long. And that's the problem right now with this Illinois team is I see times where, you know, Matthew Meyer, I think, thinks he may be the guy. Terrence Shannon thinks he may be the guy. Jay Neffs thinks he may be the guy. And that's a problem. That plagues a lot of teams. Um, and Jaden, I think, is just pressing a little bit. Uh, I, I know he's coming off a bad game, but his – inability right now as the pseudo point guard for this team to be able to process things late i get the shot selection was bad 52 53 they get a stop they come down he hoists a three and it's not just the three that led to the run out it's the fact that he got the switch coleman hawkins had bruce thornton on him in the post like that's the next step as a point guard i get you just made a three it's throwing it in and Coleman may not turn around and make a layup, but he's going to collapse the defense, and then you can pass it out, get long closeouts, drive those. Like That's the next step. Because right now, to, to think that you can just be a point guard and late game, I see it with Jaden. Like, it, it's It happened at Indiana. Um, it happens a lot where when things get tight and when there's pressure, he resorts just like a lot of young guys do to putting his head down, 
and trying to create for himself because that's the easier thing to do. And we'll see if he can continue to turn that corner late because he should have opportunities to do that. But it's what makes Boo Booey, it's what makes these good guards in the conference good because they're able to process those things late and there's an element of role identification. Yep. Well, thank you. Yeah, appreciate the call, Devin. 217-356-9397 is the fan line. Let's keep it rolling here. Jeff is up in New York City. What do you say, Jeff? Well, first of all, I uh, don't have the uh, technical knowledge of the game that uh, Dion or Mike have, so I really can't uh, speak in that sense. But just the way I see it, I have been following – Illinois basketball for many years, like since the 60s. And I have seen teams in that time that just weren't very good, that you didn't expect to win when they stepped out on the floor. But I honestly cannot recall a team that accomplished some of the things that these guys have, like wins over UCLA, Texas, uh, a comeback like that against Northwestern, which was truly a in my view, a comeback for the ages. Um, right up there with the, the shot that Bob Starnes took many, many years ago from beyond half court at McGall Hall, which gave us the only lead we had in that game, and then four overtimes against Michigan. I won't uh, talk about that kind of stuff anymore and waste time on it. But here's the thing. This team almost seems to me like schizophrenic in some ways because you don't know who's going to show up on the floor and so many times this year we've seen them play a game where they look like they could beat anyone um Dion said uh, the other night after the northwestern game that if they come out and play like this they can make a deep tournament run and just before that he said i could see them doing one of two things going home after the first weekend or making a very deep tournament run. And I I just have never seen a team, um, an Illinois team, that you expected to be ready to play, okay, we're over the hump, and we come out and and have somebody, you know, a team that's won four games all season and hasn't won in a month go out and, and make us look like, we haven't won a game in a month or something long. And I'm not going to point fingers at Brad or any of the players or anything, but, you know, as I said, I can't talk to the technical parts of the game, but this is just, oh, I've never seen anything like it. Hope I never do again. <laughs> Scott Ritchie, the, the beat writer for the News Gazette here, uh, I actually didn't look at it, but Lauren was saying that that his record on on picking games for Illinois this year is like sixteen and twelve. Like, and he covers Illinois, and that's just picking who's going to win. So the, right. he, he's he's right there with you, and, and it's it's trying to find that trust in, in one another in the system and what it takes to to win. And they're they're still searching for it here in February and. And you you thought and you see it in times where where the chemistry kind of finds its way, but you you can't you can't just make that happen and, and the, the the cracks of that show. Yeah, and if I could if I could touch on this for a second, this is you know not atypical for inexperienced teams. I get there's some experienced guys in this team, but when you have 
a lot of young guys, freshmen and sophomores that are playing, what do those guys do the most? They play the scoreboard and they play the opponent in the schedule. Um, and that's what you have to break out of. The reason why you beat a UCLA in Texas is because everybody's counting you out and they're, and they're ranked top 10 in the country. And I mean, if you can't get up for that game, then you need to check your pulse. It's these other games. It's why you had, you had sustained winning and consistent winning over the past three years is because Trent Frazier and Io DeSumo and DeMonte Williams would not allow you to overlook Ohio State, a bad Ohio State team, on a Sunday morning in a half-filled arena. Like, that is a recipe for disaster if you're going to come out and be flat, especially with the talent that that team has. That team has underachieved like crazy this year. And to win leagues, to put yourself in contention, to get a top-four seed in the conference and get a double bye, it's much less about knocking off the the higher teams. It's about taking care of these ones that you should Mm -hmm. take care of. And that's the sign of a, of a young inexperienced team is uh, like, you know, they're, they're three and 14 in conference and, you know, they're just going to roll over. I mean, did you not learn how you won the big 10 last year? You won the big 10 last year because Nebraska beat Wisconsin. And you look like at this point of the year, I don't, I was talking with one of my friends yesterday. I don't buy into like, Oh, they need this game. They're going to play a certain level or this team's out of it. Their season's over. That, those are the most dangerous teams. Like you're playing one of two teams, a team that's either playing for something that's going to have desperation or a team that is playing for nothing and is equally as dangerous because they're playing with house money. Who cares? They're going to go out there and let it rip. So you can't let these teams come out and continue to do this. It's it's a sign of immaturity as a team, as a group, which is, isn't surprising because these guys haven't been together very long. I get we're getting through the first season, but it's the reason why Northwestern has such stability is because those guys have played with each other for three to four years. So you got to understand who you are and honestly assess yourself as a team and say, hmm, we played with each other for about four months, okay? So we understand that the highs are going to be high because we're talented and the lows are going to be low because we're inexperienced. How are we going to take away those lows? And it's through consistent effort and energy. you got enough talent to get yourself over the hump, but to raise your floor, you got to have that effort and energy. So that's that was most, what was most frustrating today because you're better than that Ohio State team. And I, I mentioned it before on this show, that Ohio State team frustrates me because they're everything I hate about basketball. Um, <laughs> they just they, they don't really want to guard. They front run. They take bad shots. They, they hate playing with each other. I, it's, it's everything. And you let them go out there and punk you today. And that should, that should wake you up. And it's part of like that Northwestern game where you shouldn't come out of that game being like, huh, we can get down 20 to anybody. This is great. Like you can't do that. And I'm glad I'm glad they lost this game today. Because if they came back and won that one, now you're really setting yourself up to go into the tournament in the Big Ten tournament and be like, oh yeah, cool. We just get down whenever. Like those first five minutes of the game, don't let anyone feel comfortable. I know I know this is a rant, but it, it frustrates me because everyone sees the talent in this team. And it's it's never like, man, I just wish we had better players. It's it's man. Can you think the game, right? Matthew Meyer, you steal the ball. You're down eight. Just throw the ball up the court to Terrence Shannon. He's in the open floor. You hold on to it too long and try to throw it across the court to RJ Melendez and get it picked up. It's just, you know, and then defensively, hands on the knees and, mm-hmm. you know, getting back down to the basket. And it, I'll stop there. It's it's just, <laughs> it's frustrating because this thing happens so fast. And I hope this team understands that if you're going to come out and play with that type of effort and lack of emotion, it's going to be March 
I don't know, 18th, whatever the first game of the NCAA tournament is, and you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is over. It's just over. You're done. Like, do I do I believe in this team if they get to the second game against a one or a two seed? Yeah, I do, because they've proven all year that they can get up for those games. But can you do it when you're playing a 10 seed as a seven seed? Can you do it when you're playing a nine seed as an eight seed? Like, that... That is what I want to see, and that's what tough teams do. And that's why Trent, Io, DeMonte, that's why they didn't allow guys to overlook teams over the years. So I'll stop there. I'll stop there. <laughs> it's just, man, gets me fired up. Well, well, I just want to say briefly that that's the kind of analysis that you get from somebody who's been around the game as much as you have, Mike. And uh, it, uh, it showed me a few things, which uh, I will uh, take forward uh, take on going forward anyways thank you and uh you know we'll try and have a good night tonight. <laughs> oh we, we we absolutely will it's it's just a game but uh it's a frustrating one at that and to win big 10 titles you got to take care of business and frustrating is a good way to describe it light rock 97.5 whms champagne urbana appreciate everybody Hanging out on the FM side here for post game. Let's keep the fan line going. Calvin is here in Champaign. What are your thoughts, Calvin? Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, say, listen, here it is. Let's just tell it like it is. This defines our season as usual. Crappy, uh, sloppy, disaster, terrible, shitty first half and second half come out and, and play like gangbusters. You can't play. Uh, first half, like everybody say, uh, what, over 30, three-point range, 10% field goal shooting, out-rebounded 100 to nothing, turn over 20 to 50, and then come back and play a good uh, second half and think you're going to win. Like uh, Mike was saying, that's not how the game's played. Basketball is mental and physical. We don't even need to talk about the players. If I'm Brad Underwood, that's the focus I'm going to tell them going into next year. You know, it, it, you got to – there's no such thing. When the tournament comes, we're going to bow out about the third round. Let's just tell it like it is. We'll make it maybe if we lucky through the first and second round. But after the third round, you there's no such thing as terrible. you got to have an okay, good, perfect, or excellent uh, half, two halves to keep advancing, and that's not us. <laughs> so basketball is mental and physical. Everybody taking three points today – I'd have been Brad Underwood. I said, okay, we're over 30. And what you coming out for? So they don't get mad and pout. Uh, I took it. No, I ain't stopping you from shooting. It's high, when, and the type of shots you took. That's why you're coming out there. And I just let them keep on shooting. Well, somebody going to let me know uh, they want to play. Because, like I said, we're dangerous. We can play with anybody in the nation. We, we showed that earlier against Texas and UCLA. And these guys uh, – you know, doing how they're doing. That's why we get ourselves in trouble. Like Brian said, we played a team for freshmen this year instead of putting the pedal to the metal, blowing them out by 30, coming home and wait and see. We need them, put them in the game. That has been our and will be our season. And finally, I'm going to let you talk about this, and I'm going to hang up or I'll listen to you. If we had the grade Illinois, and this is going to be the grade, if you're lucky, uh, we'll give you B plus for physical. But basketball is mental and physical. We'll give you B plus. You can play with anybody. But mentally, this year, if you're lucky, you'll get a D minus. You'll get a D minus. That is the line of our nation that our standards are high. We're not going to tolerate losses. You might fail. Hey, oh well. <laughs> 
But if I'm Brad Underwood, I'm standing there every time you shoot a three today. Ant, what you coming out for? No, I ain't stopping you from shooting. It's how, why, and the type of shot you took. We were, I think, what, 0 for 7, 8, or 9 on the first, uh, all our threes? Hmm. And we'll, we are going to be dangerous. We can shoot with anybody in the nation. But they got to learn how to mentally play the game. And I'll let you comment on that, guys. Yeah, I, you know, just to, to touch on a lot of what you mentioned there, the mental and the physical aspect. You know, when I look in a, and I assess a game, and to me, Illinois played soft today. And soft physically at times and, and definitely soft mentally. Soft mentally because there were certain elements defensively, defensively where you let them get going, but soft because – you know, on the offensive end, I want to see shot selection. I want to see how you're finishing around the rim. They missed a, they missed a ton of layups in the first half. Uh, the shot selection was poor. But understand, like, of course you got back in the game against Northwestern last, you know, last game because you made some threes. But you got to be able to look back and be like, how did we get those? Because the first two that you got was dribble drive into the paint and kick it out. Like, you, you it wasn't just swinging it around east-west and chucking up a three. Matthew Meyer gets downhill, th- gets into the paint, throws a drift pass to Terrence Shannon, three. Jaden Epps, shot fake, into the paint, kick it out. Terrence Shannon, three. Like, that's how they got things going. And now it's just, you know, you resort to trying to just move the ball around the perimeter and and not and, – and now I'm looking at Matthew Meyer in particular because he took 10 shots – or he took whatever he took, 11 mm-hmm. shots today, and 10 of them were threes. And – the one time he drove to the basket, taking out the transition layup, the one time in the half court he drove to the basket, Sincere Harris back cut and it was a layup. Like, dude, you're 6'9". You're 6'9". Just get down there. It doesn't. You don't have to manufacture two points for yourself, but you may do it for your team. So, And people are so weary about his three-point shot. And But he resorts right now, if you get somebody up in the air, it's a sidestep or it's a step back to get mm-hmm. back to that three. And I get it. I get it. He's a good shooter. But sometimes you got to have some balance of like, let me get into the paint this time, because maybe we can manufacture a good one. Maybe if I get into the paint, I can di- I can dump it off to Dane Danger, who's been struggling. Maybe that gets him going, right? Maybe sincere, who's so active, RJ's active offensively. Maybe they're back cutting. Maybe I can get them going. Like that's that's the next step. Not only just Jay Neps and Matthew Meyer, but everybody. Like, how can you get other guys going? Because right now today felt like a lot like earlier in the year where it was like. Man, each guy is trying to have a good individual performance to then equate to a win, and it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. So, yes, the mental and the physical aspects is so important. Very poor shot selection. Led to 36% from the field for the Illini here today. One more call before picking out an MX electrifying player of the game. Jim's up in Rockford. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys. I uh, never thought I'd hear something such as beating Northwestern at home <clears throat> is a comeback for the ages. Uh, that says a lot about this team when we're, we're tooting the horn about a game like that, especially when they go into Maryland and get destroyed. Um, we've talked for, what, 20 minutes here, heard a lot of criticism about the team. There's been some narrative about past teams. My focus is strictly on Underwood. I mean, if we want to talk about the great veteran leadership of the last couple of years, and how they wouldn't let you overlook a Sunday morning game, then the same needs to be said for why they couldn't motivate the team. They barely eked out a victory against Texas or uh, Tennessee Chattanooga. They get smoked two years ago by Loyola. 
They get spoked by Houston last year. We've lost twice this year to Houston or to a Penn State. Got embarrassed earlier in the year by Missouri. Embarrassed at home by Maryland. Um, there, this goes on and on. And then we see this today against four freshmen, by the way. You can attribute today's victory to Ohio State when they built their lead to four freshmen on a team that has not won in 36 days. I think if my math is correct, right now Illinois is 321st in the country in three-point shooting percentage. But we keep chucking shots. So I would just like to know, now that the allure and luster of winning two Big Ten championships, and Mike, you alluded to it, the only reason we won one last year is because Nebraska beat Wisconsin the last day of the year. When does that allure run off? We're not going to be close to a Big Ten championship this year. We're seeing the same sort of losses that we saw in the tournament the last couple of years. At what point does this fall in Underwood? I think it's fair. I think the criticism's fair. Um, absolutely. I, I I can't overlook the fact that he has the most wins in the Big Ten over the past four years, but, this, but if you're going to coach this team, understanding that – and look, I'm saying this as someone that's been in those locker rooms, and I see how coaches operate, and it's not a direct correlation all the time. Like, there are things that we walk into the locker room after the game, it's like, yep, Coach, that's exactly what you said was going to happen. And we went out there, we either didn't listen or we want to do it our own way, and that's what happened. And and so that's why I know that all these things that they're being coached on, like last last game against Northwestern, they went under four screens in the first half. That That is pre- as preached all week, that you don't go under Boo Booey and Chase Audige, and then you have guys that go out there and there's so much going on that they can't process it, and you have to get them out of the game. So, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I do think there's there's absolutely a level of, uh, I guess, onus that falls on the the coach to be like, all right, this is this is this type of game Sunday morning, sleepy. You know, you got uh, like I said, a half filled arena. I would be shocked if he wasn't saying those things. And yeah, I, I the criticism's warranted for. March over the past few years. Uh, granted, I think they got a tough draw against Houston last year. If they play any other five seed, they probably go to a Sweet 16, and then the narrative's a little bit different. But you got to play the results for what they are. And, yeah, I, I don't have much else to say because I, I do think that if you don't have Brad Underwood, you also don't win against Northwestern. You can say you can say all you want, like, oh, it's Northwestern, and this is how like far this program's fallen that we're talking about. Northwestern's second in the Big Ten right now. And they're they're a good team. I get they lost today. They lost at Maryland. Well, only UCLA's beat one at Maryland this year. It's hard to win there. So, I yeah, I don't, I don't buy into the narrative that it all falls. It's it's equal blame across the board. But it's also on on these these players like we talk about to go out and say, hey, I mean, I don't know if you're a parent. I don't know if hey, who else is listening to this as a parent. But like, have you told your college age son or daughter something and they just went and did something else, or do they listen every single time you say something to them? Like I like that's that's what I'm saying. Like it, I've been in those locker rooms. I've seen it. Where like you're sitting there, you're like, wow, yeah, we're just doing the complete opposite of what we scouted all week. And every team goes through that, but with a young inexperienced team, that comes up a lot. And and that's what you have to rectify. And that's why we talk about leadership coming from the coaches. That's why any good team that's accomplished anything in college basketball over the last hundred years has had player accountability. Has had a quote-unquote player-run program. That's what they had the past three years. That's what Villanova's always had. That's what Kansas has. That's what they all have. If you just run to rely on a coach 
to come into the locker room and yell at halftime or yell before a game or yell after a game, like you're not going to win much if you don't take it on on yourself as players to go out there and execute what the game plan is all week. So I that's that's all I have to say about that. Uh, hey, appreciate the call, Jim, as always. Let's pick out an MX Electrifying player of the game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. Uh, the scoring was pretty balanced for Ohio State. We can't really give it to an Illini here today. And uh, the, the guy who really had it going there in the first half was Thornton and he he his one three that he made was like the toughest shot that was made on the day but other than that he was getting downhill uh he was being uh, aggressive and he had 20 points uh suing was was aggressive as well I think he's the the oldest guy in this game or at least the most big 10 experience and he played like it with 14 and 11 and uh since the ball wasn't uh, particularly efficient uh, again, but he ended up with with fourteen. Uh, th- those are the the three guys I- I'm looking at there, Mike. You got uh, in- any way you're leaning? Oh, I think we got you muted. Sorry. Probably sensible. Um, I was I was talking with somebody during the game. Uh, I think there was seven and a half minutes left, and I forget what, exactly what the score was, but I said you got to get over the hump in the next two minutes, because if you don't sensible and a couple of these guys are going to throw in some BS at the end of the game, they do every they That's just what they do. They take tough shots and they end up making them. And if you got them feeling good, then that's how they're going to close out this game. And look, sensible. He, he had the dunk that I think really ignited them. Um, you know, he had some really, really tough ones. He had a tough one on Coleman to make it 59, 52, uh, right after the dunk, so uh, he kind of closed out the game. So I, I'll go with him for sure. Yeah, you, you put that that dunk on, on whoever it, it was, and he came back down the the next time and, and hit a, a tough shot. And that's kind of what I, I was thinking as well. That's about it for the game. And Bryce Sinsball going to be playing in the association next year, so he can take this MX Electrifying Player of the Game award with him. Here we go. Hawkins with a tap. It goes to midcourt. Sensible runs it down, and he stuffs it in. Sensible hammers it in. No foul. Meyer contested. 14 points, six rebounds for the freshman as well as two assists. Ohio State wins by 12, MX Electrifying Player of the Game. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Let's keep this going, though. Uh, Light Rock 97.5, Fasteners, etc. postgame show. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric. What an exciting time to be an Illini fan. Speaking of fans, let us install yours today. Relax. Call Max. MXElectric.net. Ready for a fast, safe, and easy way to send your share of the rent money? Put your feet up because with Zelle, you can send your monthly amount from the comfort of your couch. Zelle is conveniently found in your prospect bank online or mobile banking account, and it's available now. Ask a prospect bank representative for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Prospect Bank member FDIC. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! 
Shop at Game Day Spirit this winter for the hottest selection of Fighting Illini basketball gear. T-shirts, sweatshirts, jerseys, and more are available at Game Day Spirit, where Illini fans shop. Now to Hawkins, top of the key, left of the lane, in the paint. Right-handed hook, won't go. Tap by Rogers is up and good. Yeah, great fight on the interior from Ty Rogers. Never giving up on it. Ty Rogers continues to play significant minutes for the Illini here in his freshman season. 28 here today in Columbus. He finishes with six points and four rebounds. The Illini fall to 10 and 8 in Big Ten play with this loss here today to the Buckeyes. Welcome back, Fasteners, etc. Post game show. Evan Kahn, Mike Latulip with you. You can give us a call 217 356 9397 on the fan line or. Text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. We were hitting it hard there in segment one. Checking out the text line, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. That's a a good way to describe this team. Uh, Texter asking about the three-point shot attempts uh, again. And it, it was different here tonight than the Northwestern game in that Matthew Meyer hits his second on the second possession of the game, and then you feel like you're hitting everything, and then it kind of spiraled from there. The Illini uh, only hit one three-pointer in the second half as part of that comeback that cut it to one. But they lose by 12. Uh, Horrible is one way described here on oh that was the one that I really liked here uh not not a whole lot of positivity one person called this a rebuild year um uh oh yeah they were they were asking or saying that that high school teams have better shooters than this team uh so there's a lot of a lot of love on the castle heating and cooling text line um and, and going back to to Rogers and was texting with with a buddy and, and you were saying it like with with the guard play Rogers is nice and, and and Epps when when he's playing his best I was gonna look it up there like there was a, a game earlier this year or back to back games where he had like three assists no turnovers four or five assists no turnovers and, and you thought he was settling into that role but then uh it it. it didn't pan out that way and Ty Rogers has kind of become like a, a point guard at times but he's not he's not the guy that's going to lead the team and I I don't know just as a freshman he's just not that not that kind of guy especially with the the guys that he's got on the perimeter and, and when you're giving it to those guys and they're settling for for bad shots or, or they're not taking good drives that, that's when you you shoot 36 percent yeah well he's a guy that you're going to have to be matchup dependent with him. Uh, you know, if you like a matchup, you see because he's a non-shooter and they're going to put a, uh, an inferior defender typically on him, then you go and you attack it. Um, but some of the text about the three-point shooting, let's not forget. Um, I get Kofi was on the team the past few years, but a lot of the reason why you shot in the high 30s was because you had guys like Trent Frazier and Andre Corbello that were able to consistency, consistently get into the paint and make the reads to kick out to Alfonso Plummer, to kick out to Jacob Grandison, to kick, to kick out to Luke Goody and these guys. It's it's what plagued those Indiana teams for the past few years before this, right? Mm-hmm. Like Rob Finnessy was your point guard. These guys were your point guards that couldn't go in and make those reads and, and suck the defense in to be able to kick out and get open threes. So 
you know, and then you had a guy like Trent Frazier who could really break you down late clock. I mean, think about the Michigan State game last year. He puts it away um, late shot clock, just goes crossover left to right and, and puts it away. I'm not sure you really – I mean, Terrence has some of that, obviously. Matt probably needs a little bit more space. Um, but Epps for sure needs a space. Like he can't Late clock, he has to resort to getting downhill – and typically the ball goes up on the rim. It's not getting downhill to look to see if you're making two commit and um, and getting open looks for your teammates. So that's why that's part of the reason why a lot of these shots are heavily contested or they're bad shots because you just you, you're not manufacturing enough quality ones. And then the other thing too is you know Dane is Dane struggled a little bit with pressure and Dane struggled a little bit to to get it back out and, and find the open man. He kind of gets into his little silo down there too. So. Um, that to me, for the three-point shooting standpoint, that's what's plaguing this team the most is not having someone that can go in consistently into the paint and make the reads to to manufacture open ones. Because you did it last game a couple times when guys drove to to shoot first and then ended up making the read off of it. Meyer and Epps for t- Shannon's first two threes of the half. That's what you have to do. That's and you got to at least continue to start trying to take good ones. Terrence took a horrible one in the first half today, just off no passes, dribble down and shoot it. No, no one in there to rebound, and then you make it 47-41. You're getting downhill. You're getting and ones. You get into the free throw line, and then you just jack a three. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's crazy. And the problem is these guys have done it, and that's and that's what what it's like golf, right? You know, you hit that. That's why you keep going out and playing golf. You may have a, a terrible round, but you hit that one from 170 yards out that you put to six feet, and that's why you keep going. That's why you keep <laughs> taking those shots, and and that's also just kind of understanding and realizing your game being like, all right, what can I get the best one? Am I, am I disciplined enough to get the best one every single time? And that's, that's what the focus has to be. You're going to really see that in the rebounds in the first half, just long rebounds going right to Ohio state. They, they, there's no one there. There's no one in rebounding position. Because typically you have four guys that are lifted. And even if you're in spread, Dane's out at the free throw line. So, you know, I, a lot to be said about that, but I'll stop there. And, and Dane only played nine minutes here today, and the majority of that came in the first half. Yeah, one minute, and Brad talked about that. Uh, see if we can get some of that chopped up from the post game. Spent quite a quite a bit of time in the locker room uh, after this one as the Illini lose to Ohio State on this. It really is a pretty lovely Sunday afternoon we we're playing on cbs you know gotta love the theme song of that really get you in the march mood but the illini leave a sour taste in our mouth let's keep this moving right along if you want to weigh in you can do so on the fan line or the castle heating and cooling text line Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of Kubota's lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers, and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800. Now through June 30th. See Berkey's or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Berkey's, located at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way, creating a legacy for you and your family. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC.
ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts, no hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary, the one to trust. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Looking inside for Meyer. Touch pass Melendez. Now to Colehawk. Back to RJ. Nine to shoot. Left sideline Meyer. Said you create a shot. Meyer's going to drive. Pass underneath. Harris cutting to the rim. Meyer found him. And Harris lays it in. It's like Brian read your mind, Mike. You hear that? They were looking for looking for Meyer. What's what's Meyer do? He he, he said you create, and he created backdoor cut. Guy turned his number. Sincere takes off for the rim, gets a layup. Harris was at his only two of the day. It was indeed one for four from the field for the freshman, in only 13 minutes as well as the Illini lose to Ohio State. Welcome back, Fasteners, etc. Post game show. Give us a call if you got some thoughts. Two one seven three five six nine three nine seven or text Castle Heating and Cooling text line two one seven three five one five three five seven. Of course, I, I wasn't even going to bring it up because I. The, the way that the Illini played, it it, it was not a, a factor, but uh, the, the blue unis are done for. Um, I don't know why they wore those today, but uh, they did. And now they're 1-1 one and one on the season in those, and 3-21 and 21 under Brad Underwood. So, uh, yeah. Well, you were 2-20 you were and 20 in them before, and the two wins were at Wisconsin and at Ohio State. So, I, I think you they wanted to bring to, it out. Today, because you know it's the other one that you won, and that obviously did not work out. Um, but yeah, I wanted to. I, if you don't mind, I want to touch on something real mm-hmm. quick because I think um, you know it, just to get ahead of anybody that's going to call in. We mentioned Dane Danger's nine minutes, uh, and when you look on Twitter during the game or whatever, it's yeah everybody wants to throw it into Dane, establish Dane, and the the reality is it's just it's not consistently doing that is not efficient offense. He is efficient, but it's not efficient from the standpoint of he's a 50% free throw shooter and he has a high turnover percentage down there. So the more you do that, I've mentioned just like this law of diminishing returns. And this is, I'll say this, right? This is what I want to see from Dane Danger. Okay. You are a non-shooter. Okay. And if you watch the golden state warriors, granted, I'm mentioning a team in the Golden State Warriors that has a lot of shooting. So the only team does not have that. But what they do have is guys that can get downhill and put pressure at the rim. And if I'm Dane Danger, it's flipping my mindset to being, I'm going to go sit on the block, demand the ball, or stand out on the elbow for spread and fake handoffs and hand it off. If I'm Dane, there is nobody that's a better screener than me. Like you have to be, that is going to open up so much for Dane is just running around and saying, who can I screen for? Because if he's going to be guarded like that on the perimeter or at the elbow with that much space, now as a screener, you're giving you're giving these players so much more room to come off and get a head full of steam downhill. And what that does, is it puts pressure on your guy to come over and help over. Mm-hmm. Now, when these shots go up or a floater goes up or maybe they hit you on a roll or an alley-oop around the rim, now you're getting easier buckets. Like, Dane Danger can get 15 points on a night from just running around and setting screens and offensive rebounding. You don't have to feature him at all. They should, they obviously should a little bit, but 
that Rutgers game. I said it on pregame radio. I'm like, Dane just plays with motor. He has 15 and seven. What do you do that day? Play with motor. He had 15 and seven. Like that's understanding who you are. Like Dane, you're, you're not, you're not going to be a guy we throw it into 40 times because the, the, the more that he gets at a higher level in this league where he's scoring, right? It's, it's the curse of success as a big in this league. Congratulations. You've made your way into like the top five in bigs in this league. You're getting double, double teams every team, night. Every time. Like you're that, so you have to be more versatile than that to where it's like, hey, are you only worth a damn tipping the ball around on the offensive glass and getting the ball when we throw it into the post? Or are you just a hellacious screener? Because that's opening up everything for you. That's what opens it up for Trace Jackson Davis on like as a lob threat. And as a lob threat, now when you're going to the basket, you have a guy that can tag in from the weak side because your man has to help on the guy dribbling. And now you can skip it across to an open Matthew Meyer, to an open Terrence Shannon. And that, that I talk about the point guard play, setting up setting up for threes. That's on Dane, too, because he can do that. If he wants to be a screener and a hard roller, he's going to open up things for not only himself, but other guys, too. So that was top of mind for me, and I had to mention it, because I, think, I just think Dane is so talented, and he can get even more out of himself. Because he's going to see himself get shelved time and time again, if he's not going to start doing all these other things. And and he for sure got taken out in the second half because he didn't get on the ball. He didn't get on the floor. There, mm-hmm. The ball was on the floor and he reached down for it. And then it was loose again and he reached down for it and he didn't get on the floor. Like that's, I, I have so much faith in Dane. Like I think Dane's such a good player. He's so advanced for this, his age. And I think he just, he just has another gear. And if he has that other gear and doesn't focus on how many touches he gets or how those touches come about, He's gonna he's gonna enter himself into another category in this league of bigs if he if he can just kind of uh, just hone in on on what makes him good and that's that screening that's rebounding because uh, he's skilled enough to be able to to have putbacks and and lobs and and finish off a roll so got faith in Dane man earlier on in the year when when he was doing well it was very efficient numbers on limited touches he was getting the ball four five six times in the post he was it was also second chance points I'd love to see how many of those that he had because it yeah. is offensive rebound numbers and, and the way that he runs the floor the, the the kind of big that he is again that high motor you put in 20 minutes you're gonna you're gonna rim run for him and, and get out on the break Illinois had success today when they were getting out on the break had to get stopped in order for that to happen but yeah just guys filling their role you you do doing what it takes to to win basketball games in this league and we didn't see that today from the Illini back to the fan line Andy is traveling hopefully safely and he's got thoughts on this game hey Andy yeah I'm down in Kansas where they've got good basketball teams not too bad huh uh, yeah (laughs) anyway uh Normally I'm in Humboldt, but today I'm down in Kansas uh, traveling. And not west for the spring. Okay. Anyway, uh, for the spring spring training games. Oh, anyway, even better. Uh, yeah. So, uh, no, I think Dane Danger needs to go up quickly. Instead of dribbling that, uh, trying to make a move, just go up quickly, make some quick shots, maybe get a, a screen from somebody else, you know, to get him sprung open, too. Uh, we were talking. Now, my other point is, Illinois, I think, has the potential here to uh, miss the t- miss the tournament. I think they could be one of the first four out if they if they continue to play like this. Uh, I think the loss, loss, and then loss 
in the Big Ten tournament, maybe on a Friday, and uh, I think they're out. Yeah, I disagree. Don't think so. They're, they're in. Like you, you, they have the most ranked wins in the entire conference. Um, now, the, now the the net ratings are weird because there's some teams that they've beaten that probably should be quad one, and there's some that they've they've beaten that probably should be quad two. Um, but the full body of work when you talk about the wins that they have over, like you're not going to beat UCLA and Texas, have the most ranked wins in your conference, and somehow be on the outside looking in. Now you're going to put yourself. You may you may slide down to. Like I think worst case scenario they end up in Dayton, um, but I just don't see I just don't see that happening um, because the the reality is too these last three games that you have are all going to be quality quality games as well. So I mean you got Michigan at home, you got Purdue, and, and then you're going to be playing somebody pretty decent in the Big Ten tournament as well. Uh, you win you win one of those, you don't have to worry about that. But I, I think the worst worst case scenario is that they somehow slide to Dayton. Absolute worst case scenario. And, and this team's only lost back-to-back games once this year, and, and they tend to get up for the big ones. Uh, you would like to think that the, the last home one uh, against Michigan, that's a, a pretty big one, especially after the, the way you performed today. Um, there's a, another note, if I remember it, that I, I want to get back to. But uh, always appreciate folks weighing in on the fan line. Thanks for the call, Andy. Let's pick out a Tapman's towing play of the game. Car won't start after the, after the game. Call 217-328-2424 for the most trusted roadside service in downstate Illinois. Or go to tapmanstowing.com. We already played the Sensaball one. I, I think that one really turned the tides and set sent things home for Ohio State. But um, back in the first half, Coleman Hawkins had a, a pretty nice steal and slam uh, again when the Illini were already down double digits. But uh, that 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 wasn't too bad of a, a highlight for Coleman Hawkins and the Illini. So if we're gonna pick out. One good thing for Illinois today. Let's do that and call it our Tatman's Towing play of the game. Here's a steal by Hawkins on a pass to Gale. Hawkins to the rim with the right-handed flush. Count it and a foul on Eugene Brown. There you go. <laughs> the Hulk acknowledges the orange crush at the top of it. Very good. Coleman Hawkins finished with 14 and 7, and um, consistency wise, I, I, I liked Coleman's effort and, and performance here today in an otherwise uh, unmemorable day for the Illini as they lose to the Buckeyes. That's our Tapman's towing play of the game. Going to try to maneuver some stuff here, but uh, still got some time if you got some thoughts here on the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. scary alone broken down on the side of the road that's why when you need to tow fast you call the team that's quickest to respond things can affect how and what you save. So a good retirement plan changes with your life. At Wells Fargo Advisors, we believe conversation leads to financial clarity. So start a conversation today 
Wells Fargo Advisors. Together, we'll go far. In Champaign, call Dan Wakefield, First Vice President of Investments at 359-1641. That's 359-1641. Got a faucet and it's leaking. And my wife is really freaking. Dropped a ratchet on my forehead. Ow. Toilet's backed up. I should call a plumber right now. Get an all-pro expert out to your property for a service call, estimate, or installation today. Call 217-599-1046. Get the entire family dressed in orange and blue at the Illini Union Bookstore. The official University of Illinois bookstore features a Nike shop and champion apparel. Stop by today in Campus Town. Always open at bookstore.illinois.edu. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Hi, this is Max with MX Electric. What an exciting time to be an Illini fan. Speaking of fans, let us install yours today. Relax. Call Max. MXElectric.net. Rebound, Harris. Illini on the break. Here they come, three on two. Fast break. Meyer, layup. Got it with the underhanded scoop. Meyer with 11, and the Illini back within two. And then Meyer runs on the break, and he gets rewarded with two points, cut it to two. The Illini did that uh, a couple of times in the second half, eventually got it down to one but then fell apart Ohio State with the win, their first win in 10 games to close out the month of February back here on the Fasters, etc. post-game show. Uh, I'm going to get your call in here, and and then, um, yeah, well, let's just get the call in, and we'll try to avoid the confusion. Larry's here in Savoy. What are your thoughts, Larry? Hey, guys. Tough, tough loss. <laughs> Got a question for Mike. Uh, these next two games, uh, which I feel are very critical games for us, um, Dane Danger is going to be going up against uh, two good centers, uh, Hunter for Michigan and Edie uh, for Purdue. Uh, what do you think he would have to do or what adjustments he would have to make? I know the whole team as a whole is going to have to play well to, to win either one of those games. But... Um, what do you think Dane Danger is going to have to do to really be competitive against those guys and keep us in that ballgame? Thank you. Yeah, great question because that's that's a heck of a way for a uh, – and I look at Dane as a freshman, right? This is He played three games at Baylor. This is really his first full year, and it's, hey, congratulations, your last two games of the regular season are against Hunter Dickinson and Zach Eady. And very similar to, you know, to that Indiana game, they're going to trap. For sure. I think they trap Hunter and I think they trap Zach Eady. And your job, Dane's job is to one first order of business is to make that catch difficult. All right. Instead of letting them catch at 12 feet, can you make him catch at 17? And if he catches at 17, odds are you have a guy that's a little bit closer to the to the ball that can come and trap because they like to trap from the ball side. And then to help Dane out, you know, to make sure that you know, because they're trapping, it doesn't hurt your team. Those three, those three other guys on the court, just like Northwestern does, no one does better than Northwestern. You have to zone up. You have to have a guy that the second that ball side guy goes to trap, you need to have a guy running over to 
shut off that ball side pass back out. And then you have to have the other two guys zoned up at the midline. So you're basically, you turn into a zone and you say anything skipped over to the wing, that's the top guy's responsibility. Anything anything that comes through the lane is the bottom guy's responsibility to absorb. And and that's that's how you help Dane Danger. But I think if you're Dane, what you can't do is two things, right? You know, you you can't be you can't be sedentary, right? Especially offensively. The more you work offensively, um, the more you push them out defensively, uh, the more you tire them out, right? If you get them out of position, maybe you can get them to foul a little bit. And that's from your effort. That's crashing the glass. That's that's how he's been able to draw a lot of fouls over the past few weeks is by his effort on the glass and guys are trying to box him out. They nudge him, they hip check him. But the last, the last point that I'll make, because this hurt him at times in that Indiana game at times in the Indiana game in Bloomington was you got blitzed in champagne, right? Trace ate your lunch. And then what you don't want to do is go into Bloomington and say, this is a me versus him thing. Okay. Like you, you can't, you cannot let that happen. Pride is going to get in the way and 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 try to force you to make that happen but you cannot you can't say oh i got to go get this cuz it's it's i got to show that i can outduel him or i got to show this is going to be a team effort and you have to understand that rely on your teammates rely on on taking good shots rely on those extra effort plays that's what i want to see from Dane Danger and if he can pull that off that's going to be extremely impressive especially coming off of a couple games here where he's been slumping a little bit cuz he's going to have to play this, the, this isn't oh, a, yeah. this isn't a team where they can go small like they have the last couple of days. They're going to have to stay big, yeah. and, and Dane's going to have to play significant minutes. So, um, yeah, yeah, looking looking for for Dane to to bounce back, and, and uh, that was uh, another thing that um, I don't know how, how you feel about this, but um, because of the stretch of games that they're in, they took Friday off. They did yesterday as a prep practice travel day can that uh, uh affect the mindset a, a, a little bit going in if you want to give brad underwood any criticism that's it right there um that's kind of shocking to me and i i get you know you went saturday at indiana monday at home against minnesota and then thursday i mean you had basically three games in in about five days um so rest is important this time of the year now if Friday was completely off, I mean, I, I would just expect coming in and maybe doing some drill work or, or some <laughs> some shooting. Um, that's what I would expect. If they had all of Friday off, like no one's in the facility, that that can't happen. And I don't know if that happened, but that that can't happen, especially when you you, know, you only got a couple more weeks left here. Grind it out. Every team is hurting. Every team's you know kind of fatigued mentally, kind of fatigued physically. It's it's the the tough ones that can grind it out. So. Um, that makes it hard because typically that day after the game is your game where you can do a little bit more live stuff. You're usually not going to do that day before the game on a travel day. Um, so if that, I mean, I heard Underwood say that after the game. If that was, yeah, they kind of looked like it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they looked like they kind of lacked that bite after an emotional win. So um, I think you're, you you at least bring them in the facility on that Friday and say, hey, let's turn the page because you 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 definitely could have Monday off. Um, right. Yeah, tomorrow after this game. Like, hey, let's get through the stretch. Got to finish it. Have Monday off. We'll go Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll have Michigan on Thursday. Um, yeah, and those are just things as a coach. You got to say, man, you know, next time around, maybe we don't do that. So um, kind of surprising for sure. Hmm. Uh, Orange or nothing, says a, a texter. 
uh, orange or the white. The the white unis are, are fine as well. But yeah, we can we can throw away the blue unis. I'm right there with you, Texter. Okay, let's pick out our keys to the game here, and they're brought to you by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel, and brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested. What were your keys, Mike? Uh, the key for me is just valuing the start to these games. Uh, that's becoming a little bit of a trend. You let Northwestern get going early. You let Ohio State get going early. And then you're kind of at the mercy of, of teams that can make some tough shots. And they have to, from the jump, have to have just a little bit more bite. And I know it's tough because you you sit in that drop coverage with Dane and Jane's going to fight over the top and you get Bruce Thornton basically three times to start the game just feeling like he's under no duress and just can pull up and make layups. And uh, then he ends up having somewhat of a career day as well. So um, that's what I want to see, especially in this Michigan game, especially when you go into Mackey, um, valuing the first five, 10 minutes of the game um, and, and being able to not play the score, um, being able to not play the schedule. Cause I, I even think just like this team says, Oh, Backs against the wall. Let's go. We're down 15. And then all of a sudden you see them have a little bit more bite. They tend to end up lo- losing the bite when they regain momentum because they, it's a, it's like a, a sigh of relief. Like, oh, all right, cool. We're back in it. Yep. Now we can let up again. Oh, shoot. We're down again. Let's return. Like you can't, you just, you, you play consistent because you're out there and because that's what's required of you. Um, screw the scoreboard. Whoever the opponent is, it, it shouldn't matter. And right now that looks like it matters for this team. And like I said, it's a sign of, immaturity it's a sign of a young team and they have to get that rectified um i know every game is big now when you got michigan purdue big 10 tournament ncaa tournament um but trust me man you let a bad five minutes to start a game and, and march happen you'll be going home there's teams that just won't let you off the hook like northwestern did and like ohio state almost did today they're gonna the, the game is going to speed up even more here the the next couple of weeks and, and yeah my keys would be shot selection and defensive effort uh, uh, when you're taking 29 threes and, and, and a lot of them are, are out of rhythm. They're they're leading to runouts for Ohio State and, and o- over half of Ohio State's points came in the paint. And, and we know that that's kind of the idea of it. But uh, there, there were second chance points that they were getting and, and they were just kind of bullying their way down low. And um, yeah, the Illini did not bring it here for Sunday morning brunch with the Buckeyes. And those are our keys to the game, brought to you by Game Day Spirit and by Hickory Point Bank. Just a little bit of time. If you've got thoughts here, you can get them in on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Gear up to support your Fighting Illini basketball team this season at the official fan store of the Fighting Illini, Game Day Spirit. Shop their great selection of basketball t-shirts, sweatshirts, and NIL jerseys as you cheer on your fighting Illini. Visit them at the corner of 6th and Green in Campus Town, Neil and Kirby in Champaign, or online 24-7 at gamedayspirit.com. Game Day Spirit, where Illini fans shop. I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Here's why so many business customers appreciate how invested Hickory Point Bank is in Champaign County. It's a matter of commitment, a matter of diving in, being hands-on, a matter of getting to know you inside and outside of work. 
We're not one of those banks that sits back and watches life go on. We're in the thick of it, participating in the community that we serve and letting our clients know that we're here today, tomorrow, and the next day. So if you're part of a business that's in it for the long haul, choose a bank that's there too. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts, no hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary, the one to trust. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Inbound Shannon with a catch. Right corner, Epps. Sets for three. Got it. Got it. Jaden Epps buries the three. And the Illini are within one. It's as close as the Illini got in the second half. Never regained the lead after jumping out 5-0 to begin the game. Fall behind 15 and lose by 12. They are now 19-10 and 10, headed into the month of March. Welcome back, Fasteners, etc. post-game show here on Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with you. Um, we've been going at it here for a minute. We've been going through the text line here. Um, going to have to find some better shots for sure. Texter wants to see some zone defense. Um, I don't know. No. I don't know about that. But um, no. Jim Beheim would love to hear that. And yeah, Jim Beheim just gave up 100 points last night, so maybe not. <laughs> And uh, another texter who is looking ahead, and, and we can just do this briefly, but wondering what, what they might be looking for in the transfer portal and it'd probably be somewhere in the guard department, I would imagine. You can really get anything. Uh, the The way that they've operated it is there's a, a player that they like and they want, they'll probably go and add them. Well, I think... You know anyone that kind of resembles Terrence Shannon and Matthew Meyer because of what they've they've brought defensively, but also just guys that are explosive scorers offensively. They just like the last game against Northwestern. That's kind of what you envision, right? Is those two guys taking over? And uh, I just think where these where this team is at right now, you're you're going to have to go and address needs again in the portal because I I don't know if Jay Neps, Dane Danger, you know whatever happens with RJ Melendez. Uh, Luke Goody, like, I don't think any of those guys can be like your top two scorers um, and, and also have you competing for league titles. I think mm-hmm. you, I think you still need to go out and address that. So uh, probably go get some more wings, load up in the wing department. Again, you have two really good, uh, I guess, use cases here. Um, guys that have had a ton of success coming to Illinois on, on one year rentals. Maybe you can get a transfer that is here for more than one year. Right. Uh, that's another thing too. Like, can you get a guy that's a proven college basketball player that has years of eligibility left? And then I think a lot hinges on the Coleman Hawkins decision, right? I think he's has an interesting decision. I think he's going to end up being probably projected mid second round. Uh, we'll see how he's going to go through the process for sure, but we'll see what, what feedback he ends up getting, but sure. There's a world where he can come back. Um, you know, if he's if he thinks he can get like a late first round, early second round promise, then no, that's what Caleb Houston did last year. He, so he was gone. But if Coleman ends up coming back, yeah, maybe you go get some more insurance uh, for. You probably get two wings and a big, 
And then a really solid, if you can get four transfers, you get two wings, a big, and just a really steady, solid college basketball point guard. That's, I don't care where they come from. Just someone that can facilitate a little bit. They don't have to be a world beater, but someone that can help you set the table. Yeah. Courtney Ramey might have been nice on this team. I don't know. Okay, hey, we're going to get Scott here, who is calling in from Champaign on the fan line. We've got to give the phone back to Shauna Green to finish up the women's basketball broadcast. But, uh, Scott, real quick, what you got? The number one thing missing from this team is grit. Um, When you don't have it, that separates you from just average to good to elite. And that's not where we're at. We're we're just average at best, playing some spots and minutes of of really good basketball, but it's not consistent. And that's the problem. And that's the difference. This team has no grit, mm-hmm. and and you can see it. And it's it's almost so maddening and frustrating. And watching paint dry on a wall, and that situation right there. And, and unless you have grit, you'll never be elite. And there'll be a They'll be a one and done if they don't get this figured out very, very fast. Yeah, and I think that that's the issue with, with the young guys being the, those fiery guys. Is we've heard it since November. A lot of the up, upperclassmen have their eyes further down the road. They know that there's more basketball to be played and for money and for in front of bigger lights and, and things like that. It's a it's a it's a matter of winning today, winning this game, doing what it, it, it takes and. Yeah, they, they've got the talent. It's just playing winning basketball. Yeah, uh, well, I think grit, too. We look at grit as like diving on the floor and taking good shots and all those things. But grit is literally how you value a Sunday morning game against a bad team. That's grit. Like If you, if you, if you can come in and say, don't care who the opponent is, this is how we play, this is what we do, and you're going to have to go through us. If you want to take this game, you got to snatch it from our hands. Like, that's... To me, that's grit, and there's no question that they did not have that today. And, and I think, I think the caller's right. Like we've seen this enough now, this year. This, you know, this the, these two polar opposite teams that end up rolling out on the floor. Um, it's what makes you think they could maybe lose in one game in the NCAA tournament, and it's what makes you think like, shoot, if they somehow end up catching lightning in a bottle and making some shots and playing the way we've seen them capable of in in other games this year, then. Like it's crazy to say this team wouldn't have a deep run. I it it could go both ways, and I think that's. But I think the last thing I'll say too before we before we jump is when I was there from 2012 to 2016, we went to the NCAA tournament. We were a seven seed my freshman year. The next two years, we were just on the bubble, and we were probably one game away from going to the tournament. We ended up not doing that, and it felt like the whole year became this whole bubble thing on the bubble. First for first four out, last four in. Just be thankful that that's not the case and hasn't been the case over the years. I think that's the thing, you know, you look at as a program is when you lose almost 90% or 85% of your scoring last year to still be able to come in and be comfortably, which I think right now, comfortably in the NCAA tournament. I think that says a lot uh, about what these guys have done this year, although it's inconsistent. And I think it says a lot about the staff being able to really overhaul a roster and still be able to get something out of it because this Ohio State team has not. And mm-hmm. I know they beat us today. But that's another talented team that overhauled the transfers, has a lot of young guys, and they're four and fourteen in the Big Ten. Didn't didn't they just drop out as far as like a quad quad one game? 
Ohio State? Yeah, maybe not. They still are. That's a, that was a quad one. <laughs> that was a quad in. one loss. <laughs> because they're 71. They're 71 in the net. Top 75. Uh, a top 75 road game is is a quad one game. So we'll see if that stays that way. Uh, I'm not sure who Ohio State plays last, but um, if they end up getting that win, then we'll see. Maybe that can stay. They'll probably go up a little bit. Maybe they go up to 68 and they drop to 74 uh, But by the time the committee rolls around. So still would be a quad one at that point. So I guess that's a that's a positive, I guess, <laughs> if you want to find one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know uh, about a positive, but it, I, I don't know how much of a blemish it, it may be as far as the, the doomsday folk. Because, yeah, there was about a decade there where it was bubble, not bubble. The the, the Once in a while, it, it would get uh, a, a little crazy like that year. But, um, yeah, so thanks for the call, Scott. Uh, we're we're going to give last call here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. The the fan line's out, but if you want to text us on the Castle Heating and Coins line, 217-351-5357, you can get in your final thoughts here as we try to wrap up the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. I just had this all lined up, and now it doesn't want to work for me. Okay, we're going to get this. Boom. Ready for a fast, safe, and easy way to send your share of the rent money? Put your feet up because with Zelle, you can send your monthly amount from the comfort of your couch. Zelle is conveniently found in your Prospect Bank online or mobile banking account, and it's available now. Ask a Prospect Bank representative for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Prospect Bank member FDIC. scary alone broken down on the side of the road that's why when you need to tow fast you call the team that's quickest to respond Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Hi, this is Max with MX Electric. What an exciting time to be an Illini fan. Speaking of fans, let us install yours today. Relax. Call Max. MXElectric.net. ABC Sanitary Hauling and Recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts. No hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary. The one to trust. You know, that's that's the challenge, is is finding ways to not to do it consistently. Uh, you know, we've been in this stretch here where we haven't practiced a lot. We took Friday off after the Northwestern game, and, and uh, you know, hindsight, maybe that was a mistake. I You know, you try to keep them fresh minds and fresh legs, and, and um, you know, we're, we're – um, but, but – uh, I don't know. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're you know. Well, what are we? What were we? Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Sunday, mm-hmm. and and four games in an eight day period, and uh, we sure didn't handle it very well. Yeah. Consistency, maybe the word of the season here as the Illini finish February three and four, nineteen and ten, headed into March. Last call on the Fasters, etc. Post game show. Mike Latulip, Evan Kahn with you 
Thanks to everyone helping out, including Dave Leak, who's been juggling over on the DWS side. Thanks to everyone who found us over here on the FM side. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we've kind of covered it all. Uh, Texter says, if you, you can't shoot, you won't go far. That's true if you're not going to play defense as well. You can, you can, you can get in a, a shooting fest, see Iowa yesterday, um, but if you're not going to shoot it well and you're not going to play defense like the Illini did today, that is uh, the result that can happen with this team and, and the trend continues allow 70 points take the l oh what did i do i think you're good you're good i think the statistic this year is i think it's uh it's the race to 69 the teams that get to 69 first nice uh, i think it's the pack 12 that is at a hundred percent believe it or not huh. the first team to get to 69 in every pack 12 game this year has won so I, I can share that link that I saw that breaks it all down. But even in the Big Ten, it's something like 96%. If you can get to 69 first, you have a, basically a 96% chance of, of winning that game. So, And that's that either is going to come from, from playing out in front or, you know, just, just stopping Northwestern kind of like they, they did the other night with the right. 25 points, which – isn't going to happen. The, the law of averages. The the announcers on the first half were were saying that there was no defense in that Iowa Michigan State game because it was like forty two forty two. It's like it's sometimes you you can make shots and, and things like that. But um, yeah, the, this team is has got to pick one, and they didn't. Outside of that five zero start, uh, didn't didn't really have the bite here today, and the Illini lose. So. Uh, I think we're going to call it here on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. So um, that's not the right one. <laughs> Thank you, Rihanna. We're, we're not feeling very peppy after this loss, but that's okay. We've still got the rest of the day and a good life to enjoy. So, Mike, appreciate you helping us out, breaking this one down. A uh, little bit of time off here. We probably won't talk to you until Thursday. So uh, Yeah, ha- I should be there. I should be there in the, in the flesh. So oh. hopefully we can move to whatever it is, 8 or 9 and 0. Um, when, when I'm there live. So just trying to bring some good luck there. We'll keep the record unblemished. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you who listened, who called in, who texted in, all of that good stuff. We will do it again on Thursday. Or if you want to come back for Sports Talk, we'll probably talk about some more of this tomorrow over on the DWS side. All right. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Have a good week, people. Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Good night.